You're listening to the Creative Habits Podcast, exploring the boundaries of creativity with artists from around the globe. And now your host, Wyatt Christman. All right. Thanks for coming on the show. This is the Creative Habits Podcast. I've got Brittany Mills on with us. Brittany, thanks for being on the show. And give us a little introduction for people who aren't familiar with you. Hey, everyone. I am Brittany Mills. I am. I do the podcast Writing Unblocked, where I talk to people that have always had the dream of writing and just need a little extra motivation. Um, I do author interviews and a lot of fun stuff. So it's kind of a a different little podcast, but it works for me. Um, I am a wife, a mother to one, but you could consider my husband another child. <laughs> and um, I just recently re- wrote a book, a Christmas book. It's got 10 short Christmas stories and then a bunch of like kid activities to do with your family. So I self-published that a couple weeks ago. And then other than that, I'm just working on writing and being a mom and doing all the fun stuff. Nice. Well, congratulations on that, uh, that new book. How long was that in the making? So the idea came to me about the second week of October, which is kind of crazy. So I knew that I couldn't get it published through a traditional publisher this year. So I, I thought, Hey, you know, might as well just publish it through create space, get it out there. And hopefully it would help me get a little bit more comfortable with, you know, other people looking at my writing. So, yeah, definitely. So what inspired you? Like what, what got you fired up uh, with the idea? How did you stumble upon it and, and, um, uh, start that process? So before I started the podcast, I was a craft blogger. So I did, you know, a blog with crafts and stuff. And last year I did like a 24 days of Christmas stories. And I just gathered them from the, from the, um, internet. And one of them, I actually was like, I'm just going to write one just for fun. Like I'll just write a new one. And so as I was thinking about it this year, I was like, Oh, I've got all those stories that are good. And I was like, well, why don't I just write my own and, and write my own book about them? Because I love those kind of stories. I love, you know, like the, the feel good, the, the motivational, like help out Christmas time feeling. So that was kind of my motivation for it. Wow. So and your, your inspiration was there and what kept you when, you know how sometimes you get an idea and you're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And you start in the process and you realize, well, you know, maybe, ah, I don't know. Uh, so what, what propelled, so that propelled you, but what kept you going through, um, you know, uh, to, to get it published? What, um, made you think, okay, I know this is going to be great. You know what? I think it was just sheer stubbornness. I just was like, I have started so many writing projects that I was like, I am going to finish this one and it is going to help me finish other ones. And so I figured, you know, it's kind of a catalyst. It'll help me get over my fear of having other people read my writing or critique my writing. And I think that was the biggest thing because there were some days I took all the pictures for the book. And so there were some days where I was like, why am I doing this? What was I thinking? And then... (laughs) When I finally got it done, I was like, well, like, you know, it's not completely professionally done, but it's mine. And I did it and I pushed through it and I accomplished that goal. Right. 
You got it. And what made you, um, you know, go with the self-publishing platform instead of something like, uh, you know, putting it up on Amazon? So um, Create Space is actually a, a, like a company of Amazon. And so oh, it, okay. it is I was thinking, up on there. Right. Okay. I was thinking of um, of a different, uh, I don't know why I was thinking, you know, I, I didn't think of the Create Space that Amazon has versus... Uh, Huh. Okay. So how, how's that been going for you then now that it's been up? Um, it's been going well. I'm waiting for books to come and then I'll be doing like giveaways and, you know, getting more people to review it for me. But so far so good. Like I don't really know what to expect because this is my first adventure. So. Right. Right. Yeah. The reviews are key. Definitely. Um, so what's, what's next after, after this then? Have you got something in the queue? Yeah, so I'm working on a well, I've you know, I've always got a couple projects going on at the same time, which is good and bad. Um I am working on a time travel novel, which I'm pretty excited about. It's a lot of fun. And then my husband had an idea for a story that I'm that I've been working on a little bit for NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month, which is all throughout November. And it's more of like a, a younger, young adult adventure. So that'll be fun too. So are you going to officially finish it by the end of November? I'm hoping so. It's, uh, we've had some, I'm a little behind, so I'm going to have to work on it (laughs) really well. Nice. Well, it's, 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 have you done, um, the November, uh, writing challenge, uh, previously? You know, I, I started it last year, but I only made it like a weekend. And then I was like, I had so many other things going on, getting ready for the holidays that I didn't finish. So that's why I'm another one of those where I'm like, okay, I need to finish. I need to get it done to, you know, to show myself that I can finish and that I can do it and, and get over those fears. Right. Right. So what, what kind of, um, structure have you put into place to make sure that you do finish? So basically I have, I'm trying to get more accountability partners. So just even if it's like my husband and he just asked me, how's your writing today? Or did you get much done or stuff like that? Um, I think giving myself deadlines and saying, Hey, you need to at least be at this point by then, you know, even if I don't finish it in November, I want it to be done before the end of the year so that I can just get started on the editing process and get going on all of that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Now you've been writing since you were younger, you know, what, 12 or five or six or right. Um, so I, I, my earliest memories of writing are from like third and fourth grade. They would have us write a, just our own story and we had to illustrate it and everything like that. And I remember the first year, third grade, I was like, ah, I don't really know what I'm going to write about. And I look back at that and I'm like, oh, that one wasn't very fun. But then all of a sudden the next year, I was so excited. Like I started writing that book months before I knew that they were going to assign it to us. And I, my parents had their couch, you know, it was like, it made a triangle against the wall. So it wasn't straight there was like a little nook behind there and I would go climb in there with like dozens of sheets of paper and just start writing and it was an adventure novel and it's 
still definitely very raw, but I just remembered that being a lot of fun. And then I think I lost that like excitement about writing through high school thinking, oh, you know, like people critique your work. I'm not a very good writer. I don't know why I'm doing this. And then in college, I was like, well, maybe I should be an English major. And so, you know, I started taking classes and stuff and I, but it didn't really hit me until probably about six months ago that I was like, I just really need to write. Like that's my passion. I was focused on too many other things, trying to get other things going. And, and I think writing for me is such a, a great outlet and an imaginate imaginative thing for me that I just, I just need to do it, you know, whether it's good or bad, or if I have to edit, edit it, uh, like a hundred million times, like it'll work out in the end. Right. And so you, you kept going after that to like, did you, did you find yourself like, um, reconnected with writing, um, you know, later in life or how, how did that, how did that work that you started the website you've got and, and, uh, and start editing and, and compare that with writing or how did so, that work for you? You know, I, my husband was like, Oh, you should like, I wrote a book a couple of years ago and tried to send it out to, um, a couple of local publishing companies. And it was hard because they take like five to six months just to get back to you on your rejection. And so, I kind of lost interest at first and my sister-in-law actually read the book and a couple weeks ago she was like, why don't you try self-publishing that book? Cause that was really good. And so I think it's been a later, you know, I'm not super old yet, but I feel like it's later than I would have liked to have started. But I guess the thing is it's never too late to get started on what you love to do. Well, that's definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> and any, any, any place you're at, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's never too early, never too late. Right. It just, um, you know, you keep, keep going with it. So in, in, in your, your website, you help other writers, you know, you, you have an editing service, um, and you help other writers. How does that work with like, because you've got this, this intense need to, to write and get your own stuff out there, but you're editing other people's work at the same time. How does that um, juggling work for you in your mind? You know, I just, I, for some reason, I think the more projects for me, the more pressure I have. And so then I can, then I know, okay, I have to get organized and I can spend so much time on this and I can spend so much time on that. And so I think by kind of not overloading myself because that sounds kind of bad, but giving myself a couple of things to work on so that I can kind of bounce around and be productive in each one of them when I get tired of one. I think that's helped the most. Um, I Since I have a little toddler, most of everything is either if I can get myself up early in the morning or most of it's during nap time. So nap time is crucial for anything I do for writing, for editing, anything like that. And so I think it's just all about time management and figuring out how you work best. Sometimes it's hard to, to know right off the top, but you just kind of have to practice and figure out where to go from there. So, yeah. 
Nice, nice. Now, you put yourself out on Fiverr for a little bit, and it uh, looks like, um, how, how was that experience for you? Um, I just kind of did that a couple weeks ago, and I it's hard, I think, there, because if you don't have reviews and stuff like that, people don't trust it very much. And so I'm working on kind of getting my name out there a little bit more for editing um, because I love reading other people's stories. I love helping to polish it off. And so that's a new thing. I'm actually going to be doing a giveaway here soon for a couple of free full manuscript edits. So oh wow, that'll hopefully that'll give me a little bit more traction and have people you know spread my name out there a little bit more. Right, right. So if people want to uh, take advantage of that. Uh, how are you going to announce that or what um, should they just sign up for your newsletter or? Yeah, that's the best way. There's a little box on our, on the right side of our website. And so if you sign up for that, you'll, you know, be the first ones to know about the giveaway and, and stuff like that. So. Right. At writing, uh, unblock.com. So right there, go to the newsletter. Okay, nice. Well, well, uh, definitely that's something to look forward to. So you're giving away two full manuscript edits. Yeah. I haven't decided yet. I'm, I'm playing around with the idea of doing a couple full ones and then a couple of partial and then giving away a couple of my books and, you know, maybe some other prizes if I can, you know, figure out what I want to give away. So, right. Nice. Nice. Now you've talked, um, a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, collaboration or at least, um, uh, you know, p- putting yourself out there to, um, to your husband and, uh, other people to, um, you know, view your work. And also y- you, you said during the editing process, you like to, you know, polish people's work. Have you thought about collaborating with another writer to write a book since you like that? that editing process, but you could collaborate with another person to just do a full, full book together. Have you explored that at all or, you know, I think that would be way fun. I am still really new to the whole process. I, cause I feel like I'm just getting out of the craft blog mode. And so I've been trying to start networking with other writers in my area and just other writers in general. And so you know, if the opportunity were to present itself, I would be all for it because I think it's fun doing, you know, collaborations and stuff like that. So I haven't explored them quite yet. I'm hoping to, um, you know, in the near future, but we'll see how that goes. Right, right. Now, uh, you, you also have a podcast. You're juggling a podcast as well. <laughs> how? Because you've got a lot going on because you've got the um, toddler and then you you're keep writing. Um, you know, you've got the one book published and you're doing another and you're trying to finish it for the end of November. And you've got your podcast too. How's the, how is it juggling all those? Um, some days I'm a little bit more crazy than others. And, but I think it's just, you know, some, some days I may not work on one part of it, but the nice thing about the podcast is I do it three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So Mondays are usually like something I've learned or something that I'm trying to help others understand, like, you know, what subgenres are or, you know, different things like that. Why we need to be, need to review other people's books and stuff like that. Um, Wednesdays are usually the author interview. So, I've been working to find authors that I can interview and ask them kind of what their process is for writing a book, how they stay motivated, how they get through the roadblocks, how they, um, 
you know, edit, how long does it take them to write anything that would be relevant to people that are, that need to connect with someone to actually finish their book. And so they, you know, they range from about 15 to 25 minutes, which is nice because they're a little bit longer. And then on Fridays, I just like to share a little quote that I relate to writing. Um, I love quotes. I think they can connect with people in so many different ways. And so, you know, it's just short and sweet and to the point. So it's, it's a lot of juggling. It's a lot of giving my knowing, okay, I've got to get this done by now, by, you know, this time today, or I've got to, you know, I've just got to balance my time, even though I'm not the best at using a calendar or scheduling out every single minute of my day. It's just, I just have to work on saying, okay, these are the things that need to get done before such and such date. So I've got to work on them today. Right. Right. Now, have you used, uh, in your, in your stories and your writing, um, or in other, uh, authors that you've talked to, have you noticed or used the hero's journey, um, much in, in, you know, creating that story? Um, I don't really know. I, I think it's more, I, I, yeah, I guess not as much. Like I like to hear about their successes and stuff like that, but it's more the process that I like to go through, um, that I like to focus on the most, especially like talking about why they chose to go through a traditional publisher versus a versus self-publishing and stuff like that. Because I think a lot of my listeners are like me and they, they're scared of people reading their work or they are scared of, of finishing or not finishing, or they're scared to do a whole bunch of different things. And so I think, yes, the, the hero journey, the, the hero success at the end is awesome, but it's nice to be, to feel like you're in it with someone for the long haul to get there. Yeah. And you seem to dig deep into that because you've got your own, you know, you're battling that at the same time they are. So you're kind of on the same path as, as they are. Um, so you, you know, experience it at, uh, at the same time. So, um, those fears that they run up against, what are some of the top tips you've, um, you know, have relayed to you on your, on your podcast that have really, you know, helped, helped other writers, uh, you know, get through that fear. I think, um, let me see, there's been a, a few that just say, you know what, if you have a fear of the blank page, just sit down and start writing, do a free write, which means that you, um, you set a timer and you just write, you can't stop writing until the timer goes off and it doesn't even have to be about your story. It's just kind of a warm up. And so that was one of the ones that I've kind of taken to heart because sometimes it's like, okay, where do I go from here on this part? But I think by warming up your brain and warming up just your writing process, I think that helps quite a bit. Um, there's been others that have said, give yourself time in between edits and stuff like that so that you are a little bit more fresh going into reading and you're just not glossing over your manuscript. Um, a lot of people, when they get blocked, they start working on a different project or they go read or they go do something else. And so it's just little things or sometimes big things that, that works for some people. And I think by highlighting those, we can figure out what works best for us by, you know, learning from other people and, and going from there. Yeah. 
Nice. Nice. Now, you've been able to connect with uh, quite a few writers on the podcast itself. Um, how is that experience kind of, um, you know, uh, increased your own writing ability or your, your own experience um, or your own um, techniques in writing? Uh, you know, through going th- um, through the interview process and the podcast, how has that helped you in your own writing process? Oh, I think it's been invaluable because I they've they give me little things or little snippets or little pieces of advice that I'm like, oh my goodness, why didn't I think of that? Why? What was I thinking on that? One that I just interviewed the other day said that when you're going through and editing your manuscript, don't, if there's like a big chunk that you're getting ready to delete out, she said, make a new document for it and save it in there because you don't want to have to, if you later decide to put it back in, you don't want to have to rewrite it. You can just pull it from that document. And I was like, oh my goodness, that is like the simplest, easiest thing. Why didn't I ever think of that? And so Mm. it's little things like that, that make it so that my, my time that's already kind of stretched with all the little things I'm doing, it makes it so that I'm working a little bit more efficiently and making sure that I get, um, the full use out of the limited amount of time that I have to write. I, I find it kind of a journey in talking to different people. You, you get to experience the same things that they are experiencing. And so it, you, you, um, you, you do understand it on a certain level because you get their story, but uh, it's it's easier to get that talking to someone than it does, you know, like reading about their experience. But um, so what uh, what's next for you beyond the, you know, are you going to set up a schedule for for producing a lot of books or what what's your plan um, after, you know, this next book? Are you going to try to continue that momentum or? Yeah, I think I'll I'll continue with that just um because I think from everything I've learned, becoming an author, whether you're tradi- through traditional publishing or self-publishing, um, it helps when you have multiple books that people can can read, you know, because it's kind of like the the trilogy feel lately. You know, every every book or every series has at least three or more because the audience wants more. They want to know what's going to, going to happen after, you know, the first one ends. And so I think by getting a few more books out there, I hopefully are, I'm hopeful, hopeful that I can build a platform and build up an audience because I'm getting more work out there that they can enjoy. Since I don't have a huge audience right now, I think I'm just kind of going to go with what with the ideas that I have later on, if I get more feedback from readers and stuff like that, then I can kind of tailor it a little bit more to likes and dislikes and stuff like that. But for now, I think we'll just go ahead with the things that we've been thinking of and, and the, the stories that, that I have in my head or that my husband has shared with me and stuff like that. So yeah, nice. It's it's interesting. The um, you know the series part, uh, it it is you know people's interest, but also it's great for the writer because they're able to delve deeper into a world or um, you know and just kind of keep going uh, with that. It's it's a it it works I think for both the author and the audience. Um, you know to to feed off of that 
that series part. Um, but all right. Well, do you have any you know final recommendations for people who are um, just starting their writing process? Um, there are a number of great courses out there. I'm actually, you know, because I like to kill myself sometimes, but I uh, I'm almost finished with a free writing class. It's been about seven weeks long through the University of Illinois, and it was completely free. I just, you know, they have weekly discussions. They ha- they have you submit assignments and people review them. And, you know, any way that you can find to better the craft of writing, I think the better off we- you'll be. And so if you find online courses, if you find books, you know, ask your favorite writers what books they recommend to learn about writing or to, you know, even just fiction novels you can study to see what the the more popular writers are doing and you I don't want you to say, I don't want to say that you're going to imitate them completely but kind of take that idea and twist it into your own thing. And so I think by by just trying to learn and trying to get better in writing, I think that will help especially in the beginning because you can you'll get you'll have more confidence and be like okay I learned how to do that I can do this I know how to do it and yeah it'll just it'll just bring more confidence to you yeah the confidence part I think a lot of a lot of creators artists uh definitely deal with and um yeah Uh, I I find interesting is the idea of of putting out a lot of quantity like um I was I was talking to uh a fellow potter about and she was talking about the 100 cup challenge and um you know when you go through a challenge where you're producing a lot it 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 forces you to um you know go into a certain mode of iteration and you're able to get into a technique where you're not that that fear leaves you because you're just moving to the next part you're new moving to the next piece and it's not about like getting caught up into oh, this is good or bad or whatever. It's just, okay, let's just move through the process to see what it's like to do a book, um, even a short story, and let's just do it again and again and again so I get through the fear of actually doing it once. Um, so, yeah, there's something to, uh, plur- uh, you know, getting a lot of, of quantity out there. I think Johnny B. Truant and Sean Platt, I don't know if you've read their book on on writing itself but it's it's excellent and they have a number of series and worlds that they go into but it's that same notion of you know just produce um but uh yeah great well um Brittany, thanks for for being on the show i appreciate uh appreciate you coming on and sharing some of your ideas and if people want to uh catch up with you again where where can they reach you so check out our website writing unblocked.com i'm on twitter at Brittany m mills um just check us out anywhere there email me what if you have any questions i'm trying to learn this whole periscope thing so maybe i'll learn that eventually but yeah those are some good ways to get a hold of us yeah and sign up uh to get uh you know take advantage of the uh two you know possible uh two free edits yeah that, definitely uh coming up so look for that sign up for the newsletter and, and look for that so all right well thanks for being on the thank show thank you so much um, i finally put the finishing touches on 
what I'm calling the creative matrix. And basically, it's uh, three critical tools that famous and not so famous have used throughout time to ensure good ideas don't get lost or go to waste. So it's basically a structure. It's three tools. And sign up now. Uh, it's it's free, and I've got uh, three different. It's a series, basically, and three different emails will come to you with a link to each. Um, the first part of this is called the CSI board. So check it out. Uh, go to the go to creativehabitspodcast.com and then look for in the navigation. It's called Creative Matrix. Hope you enjoy it, and see you next episode.